You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. From the rising of the sun and unto the going down of the same, the scripture tells us that the name of the Lord is to be praised. Well, glory be to our God. Praise his holy name. Our God truly is an awesome God, truly a powerful God, truly a holy God, a just God. And we thank him so much for being so good to all of us. Well, hello, friends, and welcome again. To the New Day of Hope broadcast. We thank you for joining us today and we trust that everything is going well with you and your loved ones and that you are abiding under the shadow of the Almighty God. This would be a very good time for you to call a neighbor or call a friend and let them know that the New Day of Hope broadcast is on the air and that they should tune in and enjoy the blessings of the Lord. There is indeed a word from the Lord tonight entitled Heart of a Servant. Glory be to our God. Praise God. Praise God. I'm always excited when you join us to listen to the word of God. And there is a word today. And the subject for today is the heart of a servant. The heart of a servant. In an age of high unemployment, it is essential that we have the proper qualifications for the job. Everyone is concerned about benefits and finding the right career based on their knowledge and capability in a given field. So whatever position you're applying for, you must know something about it. But how many of us will accept a job that's been advertised for a servant? Will you accept a job as a servant? So in order to get the job as a servant, certain qualities must be evident to the employer. So right now, the Lord is looking for someone who has the heart of a servant. Do you have a servant heart? So what does it mean to be a servant? It is to humble oneself and put the good of others before self. It is to lose your life in service for God and others. And Bob Russo says, a servant is one who unselfishly gives of himself in any situation to meet the needs of his fellow man for Jesus' sake. Amen. So do you know what it means to have a servant's heart? The word servant simply means to serve, to help, assist, or attend to. So it doesn't matter what position you have in this life. Whether you're the president, the vice president, be it a doctor, a nurse, the CEO, we are all giving service. The president must serve the people who elected him to be in that office. So even though the job description doesn't say a servant, it says a president, we are still giving service to someone. You know, most individuals, think of the word servant with a negative attitude because they see servants as those who wait on someone hand and foot. They believe a servant is a horrible job to have 
because it is demeaning and thankless. However, to be effective in the Lord's service, we must be willing to take the role of a servant. If you have the time to go through the Bible, the word servant appears over 1400 times. So that tells you something about being a servant. So having a servant's heart is not optional. It is mandatory because in order for you to be in the Lord's service, you must have a servant's heart. See, some people have the following kind of hearts. They have the taker's heart. They take from others, never giving. They're always taking. Then we have the user's heart. They use people just as they use things. How about the lazy heart? They are too lazy to serve others. Always want someone to do for them. They can never help themselves. But the best heart to have is a servant heart. They have a true heart's desire to serve others with nothing in return. They don't look for anything, but they serve the Lord joyfully. In Mark 10 and verse 43, it says, Whoever wants to be great must become a servant. So how does the world define greatness? They do so by the four Ps. Power, possessions, prestige, and position. This is how they think they are great because they have the power and they have all these possessions and they have the prestige and they have the position. But that is not what a servant heart is all about. You see, we live in a self-serving culture. It's a me-first mentality. But Jesus measured greatness totally different in terms of service and not status. So it doesn't matter what your status is. That's not what the Lord is looking for. Our scripture is Philippians 2, 3 to 6. It says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourself, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. So Jesus became a servant, and Jesus expressed, or he demonstrated, a servant's heart before his disciples. In Mark 10:45, it says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So that's what he did to show us. He didn't come to be served. Like some people always want you to serve them. No, he came to serve us. And he came and he gave himself for us. That through his death, we can have eternal life. So how can you know if you have the heart of a servant? A servant don't serve for the approval or applause of others. They live for an audience of one. So let's examine our hearts. Are you a servant? That's the question. Do you make yourself available to serve? You see, much like a soldier, a servant must be always standing by for duty. We must be willing for our schedules 
to be interrupted. Real servants do what's needed even when it's inconvenient. Are you available to God anytime? You see, we want God to be always available to us. When we pray, we expect to have an answer immediately, but we do not always want to be interrupted. We're not always available for him. So can he mess up your plans without you being resentful? If your plan gets messed up right now, you plan something great and then something happens, will you be resentful towards it? Because a servant makes themselves available to serve. If your only servant is convenient for you, then you do not have a servant's heart. How can you know if you have the heart of a servant? A servant is watchful. We must be alert to the needs of others and alert to the direction God is calling us. If we are not looking for opportunities to minister to others and to serve them, we will most likely not be in service to others. Jesus often spoke about watchfulness. And one example comes in Luke 12, 35 to 37. It says, be dressed, ready for service and keep your lamps burning like men waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. Are you being watchful and, and observant to the needs of those around you? That's what a servant does. He is always paying attention. So are you always on the lookout for ways to help others? It said, let us do good to everyone and especially those who are of the household of faith. Amen. So how can you know if you have the heart of a servant? A servant maintains a low profile. Servants don't promote or call attention to themselves. Instead of acting to impress, we are, we we are to clothe ourselves in humility. 1 Peter 5 verse 5, it says, Do you serve for the approval and applause of others? Or do you live for an audience of one? You serve God by serving others. If you even give a cup of cold water to one of the least of my followers, you will surely be rewarded. That's Matthew 10 and verse 42. So many people want to call themselves apostles and, and bishops. But if you look in the Bible, like in 2 Peter 1, 1, it says, Peter, a servant and apostle. The servant came before apostle. Even in Romans 1, Paul, it says, Paul, a servant and called to be an apostle. So they took on the name servant because they were servant of Christ. So you don't have to have these big titles for everyone to know that you're a bishop, you're a pope or whatever it is. You can just be a servant for the Lord. And he rewards faithfulness. A servant's heart is sorely lacking in our society today. But God's people should have a servant's heart. And a servant heart is expected of Christians. If you are a follower of Christ, you must demonstrate a servant's heart. How can you know if you have the heart of a servant? Do you do every task with equal dedication? Are you dedicated to what you're doing? You see, the size of the task is irrelevant. God says to do things with all of our hearts. Whatever you do in word or in deed, 
do it as unto the Lord. Look to Jesus as the example. He specialized in menial tasks. He washed the disciples' feet. He fixed breakfast. He even served the lepers. Nothing was beneath him. He came to serve and he served well. It's a small task often shows a big heart. Your servant's heart is revealed in little acts that others don't think of doing. Or great opportunities often disguise themselves in small tasks. So whatever you are doing, do it with love and with a grateful heart. And as I close today, the goal of the servant is to please God and to glorify him. I'd like to leave this question with you. Are you faithful to the ministry God has called you to? Are you fulfilling your responsibilities? Are you keeping your promises? You know, we make promises to God when things are bad. And we say, Lord, if you help me during this time, I will serve you. So are you living up to those promises? Are you a follow through type of person? Are you hanging in there when it is tough? Because the road is rough. Because the Bible says in this life, you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. Are you trustworthy and dependable? Can you be counted on by others? There's a song which says, I've learned how to lean and depend on Jesus. Can others depend on you? You are the only one who can answer these questions. And I pray that as you ponder on these, that you will continue to serve Jesus and others. The more we serve, the better chance of being used, feel unappreciated, or simply stay suffering. Everything that we endure is designed to prepare us for serving others more effectively. As we go about this week, remember that in order to have a servant heart, you must be of service to someone else. God bless you. Well, 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 thanks be to God. What a word, what a word for tonight. Talking about the heart of a servant. How we need to have a true, a sincere heart to serve a true and a living God. You know, my friends, we never bring our broadcast to a close without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Jesus said he's standing at your heart's door and he's knocking. He said, if any man will hear his voice and will open the door, Jesus has promised that he will come in and will sup with you and you with him. He will give you eternal life. He will give you a home in heaven. Tonight, my friends, all we are asking of you is to turn your life over to Christ. Turn your heart to the Lord and let him have his way with you. Father, we thank you and we praise you for your words tonight. We pray for those who do not know you as Savior and Lord of their lives, that they would come to know you tonight. They would turn from sins and turn unto the true and the living God. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. And if you were blessed by this program, we encourage you to reach out to us at newdeafopalanta at gmail.com. Once again, that's newdeafopalanta at gmail.com. So until then, let your heart go on singing. Until then, oh my friends, with joy you must carry on. Bye now. Our peace to all of you.